0: Shelby Mills, on behalf of the UTH Medical Genetics team, presents three mystery cases with neurological symptoms and coagulopathy united by a single treatable diagnosis. I'm delighted to share three cases which illustrate varied presentations for an important and treatable diagnosis. Our first case demonstrates a classic presentation of this disease a six year old El Salvadorian female began demonstrating symptoms at age 3, including cognitive and developmental regression, spasticity, growth retardation, hypertonicity, and hyperreflexia, with an abnormal gait and bilateral foot drop. She was small for her age, had a head circumference in the third percentile, and protuberant low-set ears. Due to concern for a genetic etiology, diagnostic workup included clinical exome sequencing, revealing two pathogenic variants of an inborn error of metabolism, thus prompting the team to obtain plasma amino acid levels, which confirmed the diagnosis. Of note, her liver enzymes, AST, ALT, and ALP, and PT and INR were also elevated. Our second case demonstrates classic symptoms that were masked by a diagnosis of cerebral palsy. A four-year-old Honduran female had a history of seizures, spastic quadriplegia, and loss of gross motor function, which was attributed to a diagnosis of viral meningitis with infarcts to the MCA. She was nonverbal with failure to thrive, measuring well below the third percentile for weight, height, and head circumference. Due to a recent increase in seizure frequency with vomiting and food avoidance, She presented to the clinic, at which time she also demonstrated abnormal posturing, contractures, hypertonicity, hyperreflexia, and weakness. Diagnostic intervention for her included initial lab workup with elevated liver enzymes, elevated PT and INR, and hyperaminemia, with follow-up plasma amino acids guiding further diagnosis, at which point. A Cerebral Palsy Spectrum Disorder gene panel confirmed the diagnosis with two pathogenic variants. Our third and final case demonstrates atypical symptoms of the disease. An eight-year-old El Salvadorian female had recurrent nosebleeds and new-onset seizures. Genetics was consulted for possible vitamin K receptor deficiency due to lack of improvement of a prolonged PT after vitamin K administration. Despite consanguinity, family history was negative and she had a normal newborn screening performed in Texas. Though notably, this was prior to the newborn screening expansion in 2015. Other than delayed walking and speech milestones, she was generally healthy. She was small for her age in height, weight, and head circumference. Upon presentation to the clinic, she had no spasticity, no hypertonicity, no motor deficits, no dysmorphic features, and no prior seizures. Labs revealed elevated transaminases, elevated PT and INR, a low factor 7, 9, and 10, and elevated vitamin K. While vitamin K receptor deficiency was suspected, exome sequencing was delayed due to lack of coverage. Due to lack of spasticity and classic symptoms, plasma amino acid testing was not initially performed. Further workup was non-elucidative. Once exome sequencing was performed two years later and confirmed the diagnosis, plasma amino acid testing was performed and further supported the diagnosis. All three patients were treated with protein-modified diet and nitrogen-scavenging medications, which significantly improved outcomes cognitively and physically. Perhaps by now, the diagnosis arginase deficiency is more evident. If not, our aim is to highlight the importance of a thorough workup of spastic diplegia, but also to be aware of varied presentations of arginase deficiency, notably coagulopathy. Plasma amino acids revealing elevated arginine three times or more above the upper limit of normal can be an easy tool for screening otherwise unexplained symptoms particularly when coupled with protein avoidance, seizures, cognitive delay or decline, failure to thrive, and most often spasticity. Genetic testing and newborn screens are also key diagnostics, and expansion is important for early detection, as well as awareness for patients born outside of the United States. Prompt diagnosis is paramount in reducing toxicity, An effective treatment with diet modification and nitrogen scavenging medication can significantly improve outcome. For more information on these three cases and the importance of screening tools and workup, as well as treatment, please visit the JIMD Reports webpage or click the link in the podcast description. Thank you for listening.